unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? Nathan, I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic, and we have a return guest for the podcast today, so I'm going to shut my mouth and enjoy the conversation and turn it over to you. Well, that's a lot of pressure, but okay. We're back with (laughs) Bill Schley the New York Times bestselling author and award-winning brand specialist. And I've gotten to know Bill over the past few months pretty well, working with him on the launch of his new program, The Brand Titans Master Course. I invited Bill to come back because I've gotten really intrigued by his approach to branding. Anyone else in direct marketing will find it intriguing too, because there's a seamless connection between what we do and what he does. And I have to say, he's the first branding expert I've run across who not only states the purpose of branding is to set a company apart to maximize sales, but also who has a proven system to show anyone in business the exact steps to take to do just that. Bill's been at it for more than 30 years after getting his foundation set at the legendary New York agency, Ted Bateson Company which was headed earlier by the great Rosser Reeves, the guy who introduced the USP to the world. And these days, companies are counting on Bill to help them stake their claim in the competitive marketplace. I mean, right now, this year, he's helping conglomerate in the high eight figures in a very hot tech sector, get their branding in tip-top shape. And a tiny startup he recently branded has since been scooped up, and this is all within the last year or so, by a division of a large publicly traded company, which is looking at pouring millions of dollars into the recently acquired startup, thanks to the branding bill initially provided for it before the acquisition. After going through his course and the bonuses in great detail, I can say with confidence that any copywriter or business owner can get a lot out of what Bill has to say today. Just as I know you'll get at least something from what I have to say first. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast, and most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health, finance, and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. So, Bill, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. Hey, David. Thanks for having me. I'm, um, I'm thrilled to be here. And also, um, I didn't know that what, what I was doing was that great. You just thank you for – because usually I write the my intro, and I didn't have to this time. <laughs> that's one no, of the that's best my job. So, so you made my day, but thanks a lot. It's great to be here. All right. Well, let's jump right into it. We got so much to cover. I want you to tell me what are the conditions where the correct branding of a good business increases sales of that business? Well, the conditions are that the brand 
the brand is an invitation for someone to think about the business the way you'd like them to and to try your product. And so the more people that if the branding's working right, it's a promise that says that I'm going to take away some kind of pain or give you some kind of advantage that nobody else does. And so that when customers have that need, if they know about that promise and it's a unique kind of a promise, they'll come to you. They'll try you. They'll contact you. And if, of course, if they come to you and try you and contact you, you've got a very good chance of selling them <laughs> as long as you perform. So that's what the, that's what the brand does. More people come, more people try, more people contact. But I, but people have to remember that what sell, that the brand, what sells them is when they experience your product. You can tell them all you want and have the greatest taglines and names, but when they experience your product, that's when the brand happens and that's what sells them. So you always have to have that performance, but the brand gets them there and the brand also stays in their head and, and gives them an impression of who you are. So it, it also becomes your reputation after that. So that's what okay. it does. That, it increases sales yeah. That sounds yep. pretty good. So if I'm hearing you right. Mm -hmm. um, the conditions are the business needs to be able to solve a pain or promise an advantage. It needs to be able yep. to perform and the brand mm -hmm. needs to invite people in a compelling way that gets them to try the product. Right. And then the business and then the business, though, has to has to prove it, because as the great Ross Arisa said, nothing destroys a business faster than great branding or great advertising for a bad product. So what you know, Grant, you could arguably Rosser was the greatest brander and advertising guy of all time, and he would spend all of his time telling his clients, improve your product, improve your product. And he wouldn't say improve your advertising. He'd say improve your product. That was first, second, and third, because in the end, the product had to work. Okay, so let's get yep. to definitions. What is a brand mm -hmm. and what is not a brand? Okay, I'm gonna, this is normally worth $50,000, but I'm going to give it to you and your listeners for free, David. You know, one of the things we awesome. believe in is in, in branding is that, you know, you got to be able to tell your story in about a sentence or less these days. So that's how great taglines work. I'm our one sentence definition of branding. You can is uh, that a brand is a difference attached to your name. That one sentence, it took us a long time to shrink it down, but that's really what it is. But it's a very special kind of difference. If you want to be a selling brand, then it needs to be a, a difference that convinces me that you have some unique proposition that only you can give me. So it's a difference that makes you want to buy, but that's what it is. So it's a simple Volvo, you know, what comes to mind is safe car. That's the difference they own. You know, Duracell was the longest lasting battery. Those kinds of uh, Hertz was the number one rental car, but it's a difference attached to your name. And these days it's more important than ever because we live in this chaotic communications age. There's 300,000 SKUs at the, probably 3 million at the supermarket. So to set yourself apart with a difference you either differentiate or die. Let's put it that way. So that's what the brand okay. is supposed to do. But what's not a brand? There's a lot of people doing um, stuff that call they call branding that you would say is not. What's not branding is just what we used to just call it advertising. Advertising is you can have funny, entertaining commercials that that you know, or, or messaging that you know that looks pretty and sounds pretty, and maybe it's clever, and maybe it makes you laugh. But at the end of the day, does it leave you with an idea of a difference, something that, that only that you can say? The difference that you stand for 
that no one else can? Does it leave you with that difference or that idea? If it doesn't do that, it's not branding. It's just puffery. It's just that advertising that rolls off the human understanding like water off a duck's back. It's just enter- the, what the what a brand the branding does is continue to reinforce that special idea that only you can stand for. And what happens? And the reason it's important. Well, let me just say this: when someone has a need, right? If I skin my knee and I need a band aid, I have a need, and now there's eight brands of band aid, and I, now I'm going to pick a brand. First, I have a need for a category. Then I pick a brand and, and I'm going to pick the brand that comes to mind is the one that I think is going to solve my problem best. And that's the one I'm going to reach for at the store. That's what branding does. Yeah. Yeah. And, and going through your course multiple times as I was writing the copy and helping you develop the marketing and so forth. One thing I realized Mm -hmm. is that difference is usually pretty simple, but there's a very thorough process of elimination that you have to go mm-hmm. through in order to get down to it. You can't just say, well, yeah. we're three degrees to the right. So therefore, you know, by us, it, it, who cares? Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. three degree or I don't know. All right. What are some mistakes you what? see people making in branding these days? Well, the, what the, the biggest mistake, the hardest thing to do in branding is to make a choice. Branding is about sacrificing. If you have 10 different things to say, we run on a principle we call the one item of carry-on rule, which is that people, you can talk for an hour, but people will take away one thing. And so you might as well um, make it the most important, compelling, um, useful thing that they can remember about you. So companies come out and they try to say too many things and, and, and therefore no one can remember anything. You've got to, it's very difficult for some companies to say, okay, we're not going to talk about these 10 wonderful features and leave maybe leave one or two of the customers on the table. If we focus and stand for one really big important thing, that's the ticket to getting into people's heads and staying there. So they say too many things. Another thing is we a common thing is you might have you might have chosen a good uh, branding idea and a branding execution, but then you might some people change the brand too often. You, brand, it takes a little time to make things stick and let them grow. People cut down their own trees too fast. But I, again, I'd say the number one thing is not being willing to make the commitment to that one choice that you're going to stand for. That's the hard thing. Have you seen but any brands you, that really suck these days? Have you seen people doing stuff that is absolutely a waste of their clients' money and their advertising dollars? Do I see, do I see it these days? That's all. That's yeah. why. <laughs> that's why we've gone through all the pain and suffering to cre- for three years to create this wonderful course. Yeah, I mean, we see everybody sees the easiest thing is to get people nod their heads when you say, "Hey, did you see any uh, commercials last night?" Where you sit around with people and and for the it's a thirty second commercial for twenty nine seconds, everyone is playing guessing game to see what the product could possibly about be about, and it finally in the last one second, oh, that was for a bank. Oh, that one where where nine brides were having a fist fight at in a hockey game. Oh, yeah, that was for some kind of uh, perfume company. I don't know. You know, the, everyone, you well, you can't you have no idea what the product is, and people laugh about it, or or a horse flatulates in, the, in a blonde's face, and that's supposed to sell you a beer. I this we don't understand, but that's what you see. But you've got you've got advertising companies trying to win awards telling their customers that, well, I, you just need page views. This will get page views. 
But branders like like us, David, know that I can get once you get their attention, then you have to give them a reason to buy. And so I see it all. But I also see companies around these days that do it amazingly well, too. So they still do. They use the principles. I mean, everyone knows Yeti coolers, right? Yeti mm-hmm. coolers was uh, this little tiny company in, in Austin, Texas, and they, they made beer coolers cool. Imagine that, you know? So the people wanted to buy, pay $300 for what they used to pay th- uh, $3 for at the supermarket, these coolers. And they just said, it's built stronger to hold ice longer. And they gave you a proposition. They told you you could go out in the Texas sun, and, and three days later, you still have ice cubes floating in that thing, and your beer would be cold. People are doing it the, the right way all over the place. So the process still works, David. The formula is as good as it ever was. See, it's more important. So let's say somebody says, ah, I, I got to watch my, my pennies. I, I can't put any time or money into branding. What are the risks of not putting together a good brand for your business, even if it's a good business? Well, the risk is that I think that, it, yeah, I think that every good business has, is entitled to find out what their, I call their number one brand is. I think that everybody gets into business because they believe that they can serve their customers faster, better, or cheaper than somebody else, or they'll serve them better. And they, and, and the thing, and they need to articulate that because if you can have the the greatest product in the world, if nobody knows about it, you, you just can't sell anything unless they know about it. So they have to hear about it and they need to hear about what it can do for them and getting that, idea into people's heads coming up with that idea is free it's done on a piece of paper i've have single pieces of paper we talk about this the brand stories though i single piece of paper that was worth two billion dollars on on uh, for different companies one time a billion another two billion dollars one piece of paper and all that was on that paper was a difference that only they could own that's how valuable yeah. it is. So tell us yeah. about some of those companies that you have built up in sales, built up in shareholder value or or acquisition value. I mean, what what are the brands, some of the brands you've built that have been huge grand well, slam home runs? I can I can go all the way back and I'll tell you that when I decided I finally was gonna start going to consulting and helping companies do this, it's it was started now, it's gonna be a long time now, but over twenty years ago, I helped start a company with a couple of people and we were building uh, easy to use home banking software. And this is when, this is bef- just before the internet was really coming in. People used to put, you know, disks into their computers, but the banks wanted this home banking software and they were desperate because Bill Gates made a speech that said banks are dinosaurs. And so the next day, every bank in America wanted, wanted to get into the software business. And we had this really easy to use software, uh, but we found out that you know, we found out that, that banks and big corporations like banks did not want to do business with five guys in a taxi, which is exactly what we were. They wanted to deal with big established companies. Didn't matter how good our product was, they didn't care. And we realized that what we had to do is come up with an idea. But the bankers, you know, they didn't really, they didn't understand or know technology in those days. Our, our competitors were Microsoft Money and Quicken, these huge companies and we're this little tiny company. So we said our, we, we named our product home ATM. Well, first of all, we, I had come out of Ted Bates and, and that school of advertising. And I decided we're going to apply all the great principles that we used to sell for national brands 
the principles are the same. Let's do it right here with our little tiny company. So the first thing we did, we, we came up with an idea that our software was going to be based on the, the motif of an ATM machine that everybody understood, right? Bankers, everyone understood ATMs were good. And we called it home ATM. So all of a sudden that was an idea that stuck in people's minds. And then we said to the bankers, it's so easy to use because they want it easy. It's so easy to use that it doesn't even have a manual. We, we made it. So, and we said, if you can use an ATM card, which everybody could use, you already know how to use our product. And then finally we said to the bankers, now, Mr. Banker, you can have your ATM in every home. So that was four, we call them microscripts, four little microscripts, but that name, okay. with that, that name with that image, my home ATM. And what happened was, did the bank still turn their back on you? No. Okay. Once we came up with those four lines, we never didn't get a meeting ever again. We would go to conventions. We'd stop. They'd say, what do you got? We'd explain this. Well, our, we're, our home ATM was, it's the easiest one's ever been invented. It's called home ATM. I'd say, do you have an ATM card in your pocket? Yeah. Well, then you know how to use our banking done. And so do your customers, you can have an ATM in every home. They said, wow, can you come and see, uh, can you come to us and, and do a demo? And then once we did that, the bankers could understand it. They liked it. They could tell their boss, you see. So they, we gave them the, the idea and the expression. And then from there, and in three years, the company was sold for $170 million, ladies and gentlemen, $170 million wow. from now. And, okay. and, I, and I didn't collect that, but others did. But that was the strength of what we did. All we did was use the great principles. And from that point, I said, okay, after this, I'm just going to do this for other companies and wrote several books on the subject. But now with our master course, it really is. We're going to show people exactly how to do it step by step. That's All right. Where we are, well, right? I know you can't give the whole master course in this podcast, but could you give us one or two really good tips that the people will find in the master course that would even help them get started on their way to branding the right way? Well, uh, yeah. You know, the steps are that you you need to learn how to think a little. We call the the brand titans, we call the greatest branders of all times. And if you've seen Mad Men or those kinds of shows on TV, there was a golden age in the 60s and 70s when really it was advertising was remarkable and it just, you know, got very creative and very interesting. But what you have to do is, um, first of all, you have to learn to think like a brand titan. So you have to learn a few kinds of simple rules the way they thought, you know. Remember the one item, people only remember one thing. And the most important thing you can do in copywriting is be specific and, and certain kinds of rules like this, right? That, that your idea has to be superlative, which means that you have to be the best in something. Yeah, it has to be important to your customer. In other words, we, you know, if you've, if you've got a store in town that has the biggest selection of brown ties, that's a superlative, but nobody wants, they don't want brown ties. So it has to be something they want. It has to be believable coming from you, right? It has to be measurable, meaning I can see it working. So in other words, I need, you need to be able to prove it to me. And lastly, it has to, it can't already be owned by somebody else. What you need, when that happens, you, it's to try to displace the top selling brand or something. The best thing is to pivot a little bit and own a, a different category. And that's done every single day. And we show you how to do that. So you learn these very, very simple steps, how to think. And then we show you how to actually do it. How to and, and doing it is mostly asking the right questions, David. The questions are actually more important than the answers in the beginning because the right questions 
get you those answers and they make people think about their own brands the way they've never, your clients, for example, they've never, the way that they've never thought about it before. And those questions, if you ask them over and over and you keep, you'll, you'll peel back the onion and peel back the onion. We're looking for the one idea, the one idea at the center that, is really the big idea that will drive your brand. So we show you how to get to that center. Then we show you how to express it in names like home ATM. Well, there's a method to getting a name like that and a great tagline, like it's made from sugar. So it tastes like sugar, you know, a tagline that's your whole elevator pitch in one sentence. That's, you know, the great taglines and how to do key visuals and then just how to put it all together. So it's, it's all there. Let's say I bought your course. What's in the box. What do they get? They get, first of all, five amazing video classes that we took great pains to produce, written and edited by some of the best people, actual TV people in Los Angeles. They're great. They're fun. They're easy to watch. And they're very packed with information. After that, every class comes with a supplement, sort of a little sleeves rolled up session to say, okay, now look what you've just seen. Now let's just focus on a couple of parts right now and here's some action steps for you that take you through every single step along the way from starting and thinking about that idea all the way up to the expression of it. We've got other kinds of supplements in there that also help you. There's certain aspects like writing a brand story, we call it. We've got a whole, uh, we've got a whole supplement about that. And we're, we're going to be doing live coaching sessions once a month, or if there's more demand, maybe even more than that, but live coaching, coaching sessions where I'm going to get on a call with actual students of the course, and they'll be able to call in and ask the questions that they have about their specific brands. And that's a very, very educational process. So it's a live coaching session. And, and the students will be able to join basically the Brand Titans community which means that they will be access to all those sessions, access to other kinds of supplements and things that we build along the way. It's an evolving curriculum, but it's going to start out with something that's not taught anywhere else in the world nowadays. And it, and it is the blueprint to get you to what we call your number one go-to brand. You want to be the go-to business in a category that only you can own. Well, I don't want to name names, but... I happen to know from talking to you that there's a very famous business school in New England, not too far from Martha's uh -huh. Vineyard. And yeah, you, you have clients who are graduates of that school because they don't know how to do this themselves. They don't teach it there. They don't teach it anywhere. It's unbelievable. And it's not taught at, I think you might've meant, meant either meant Harvard or Bentley college. I don't know which one, but the um, yeah yeah they don't teach it they don't teach it they teach theory there we teach the assembled accumulated wisdom of the greatest branders of all times uh sometimes i think they're a little bit above this kind of selling but um you know you they are above this yeah. kind of selling until it comes yeah. time to collect the paycheck and then they wish they weren't yeah. so i i am very happy to tell everyone listening <laughs> that you're offering a 22% early adopters discount on the course yeah for at least for a little while right certainly this podcast well, is being yeah. timed for, for when you launch well you know one, one of the benefits of being ceo is that we can I, we can give it to anybody we want for any price especially our 
beloved friends and family and collaborators. So especially for the listeners of this podcast, I am, we're definitely going to offer it at a discount and it's, it's an early adopter discount, I guess, to some degree we're coming out with this, uh, this is, it's new and this be new for another month or two. So let's just say for, for a limited time, we're going to give it a substantial discount to just a very few lucky groups of people. One of those being the listeners of this podcast, David, because you know, we're kind of, we're, we're on a mission here. We're on a mission. I, I make a joke, but you know, what we can't stand is fake branding, fake useless branding. It robs people of their, of their businesses, their potential, their future. We believe in great branding and these are the principles. Do you want to, so, you want to tell us about the victim of fake branding Baskin Robbins? You were telling me about that the other day. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm hoping that I think the people who listen to your show are probably going to appreciate this Baskin Robbins. You know, I, what I think of, and every people think of 31 flavors, that's a pretty good, that's right. still a pretty good proposition that you get 31 flavors. But apparently someone called me up beside themselves with laughter because it was so, this was so ridiculous. Apparently the new slogan for Baskin Robbins is ready. Seize the yay. Seize yeah. the yay. I'm trying not to bring up my breakfast back into my mouth again. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm not, all I know is I'm not thinking of mint chocolate Rocky Road caramel right when i hear that i just hear seize the yay i have no idea what it is and you can tell it's a pun that comes must they must have been saying seize the day but then they thought oh what a clever pun those kind of advertisers and and supposedly branders think that making funny puns is the same as coming up with an idea of a difference and it's not nobody that nobody that takes our course is ever gonna come up with it with a line like that they won't they won't do it because they'd be ashamed that their, you know, then their community will come down on them. All right. Um, so but, uh, um, I put together a special link for our listeners. It's garfinkelcoaching.com forward slash branding, garfinkelcoaching.com forward slash branding. And if you go there in the next month or two, you'll be able to get the early adopters discount and you're guaranteeing the course too, right? It's not like you put your money down and good luck. I'll see you later. It's Yeah. We know it works. We've proven it for 30 years at, at hundreds of companies. We've watched it turn small companies into big, successful companies that are sold for millions and millions of dollars. We know exactly why it's happening. We're providing and, and we're giving, I'm giving you the tools, every single tool that I use, that I learned by blood, sweat and tears, folks, 20 years of trial and error and uh, triumphs and failures it's all distilled down into this stuff that we know that works. Got it. Nathan, do you have any questions? I don't have any questions. I do have a bit of uh, co-signing, though. Your book, The Microscript Rules, I read it yep. after you came on as a guest last time, and it just yep. blew me away. It was, it was one of the best books on Sure. Business yeah. messaging that I ever read. So I was a huge fan of it. Uh, I don't want to cannibalize yep. from sales of the course, but if people have any doubt at all, go read the book and you will have complete faith <laughs> in what Bill is talking about. And uh, I just yeah. want to say thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom with our listeners for a second time. Well, that's no, I'm just so thrilled to be here. The copywriters that do what you guys do, I think of you guys as like the Navy SEALs of marketing and branding because you guys come in there, you're an elite team, you come in, you don't ask for a lot of praise and fame, you come in, you solve a problem and sell something. 
And you do this amazing bit of selling and, and, and marketing in this hyper-focused way. You make the bucks and then you're gone in your helicopters, you know? It's this, and, and what we branders do, it's a little bit different. We're like air cover. What we do is we're the idea that sticks with you after you Navy SEALs are gone, you know? Out comes the, you know, the offer, the letter, someone buys, they buy the product and then you, you know, can move on because you've done your job like the Navy SEALs do. But the brand is something that stays with you and keeps selling when you're not there for your, when you're for your company. So you need people like, like David and Nate and these amazing, brilliant people that can create this messaging for you. But then, then when they leave, you want that idea of that difference to stay in people's minds. That's kind of what we do. But for copywriters, understanding what we call the, this big idea is also important to the kind of thing you put in your letters. I was working on the last two critiques I've done. In both cases, yep. I saw how totally off-brand the product name was. Good products, both of them. The branding was mm -hmm. like, forget about it, terrible. And just because of what I learned from you, I was able to come up with new names. Now, I'm sure if you'd gone through it, you would have come up with a better name. But for what we were doing, it was perfectly sufficient. So I'm saying that mm -hmm. mainly to, to tell you and everybody listening and watching that this stuff has changed my thinking. I've learned to, it's like not x-ray vision, but sort of like, okay, Navy SEALs, those night goggles that we wear, you know, <laughs> I have a new set yeah. of night goggles to, to see things. Right. And um, right. uh, somebody yep. else just told me yesterday, someone who's very familiar with, this course as well, that they saw a name which in the past for a course someone else was doing, not about branding, but about something entirely mm -hmm. different. And, and they said, yep. that's terrible. It's a terrible brand. Because mm -hmm. she realized there was no difference. There was no important difference, no difference. or, or, or name. Right. And yeah, so I, I'm telling you folks, the, these principles are very important. And learning how to do this is literally a billion dollar skill. I'll give you the link again. It's garfinkelcoaching.com forward slash branding. David, if you combine the stuff that you know and a little bit of what I know, you'll turn into a marketing branding powerhouse. It's kind of like a, a superhero of branding with all of these principles put together. Okay. If I am going to become a marketing branding powerhouse, then bring mm -hmm. it on. What's the website, David, so people can go check it out? It's garfinkelcoaching.com forward slash branding. All right. And until Great. next time, if you want to catch more episodes of the podcast, copywriterspodcast.com. And until then, we will catch you later. See you later. Thank you. Hey, if you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app so we can get into ears of more listeners. Thank you. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.